Welcome to the realm of magic and mystery, classic horror and sci-fi. You are now entering the House of the Unusual podcast with your hosts, Eddie and Joe. Welcome all you cool ghouls and friendly fiends to the House of the Unusual podcast. I'm your host, Joe Pavlansky. With me, as always, are my good buddies, Eddie Guevara, Chuck Caputo, and Sherry Caputo. Everybody, what's up? All right. Hello. 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 How are you? Awesome. Awesome. Well, welcome everybody and everybody out there in podcast land. Thank you for joining us once again on whatever your favorite podcast platform is. Just some uh, quick house cleaning here real quick. Uh, we're going to go through a few of our, our good buddies out there. So uh, I'm, I've been watching stupidmagazine.com because they announced issue number eight is going to be on sale very soon. So keep checking out on their webpage and that's Stupid spelled S T O O P I D comicsmagazine.com. So we'll be waiting for number eight. It says it's it's coming soon. Uh, as soon as we know, you guys will know out there and we'll update it on the forum as well. Also, uh, guys, if you're a fan like me and Eddie and Chuck and Sherry of classic horror and sci fi, we have Monster Bash coming up October 14th through the 16th, with, uh, which I'm hoping. You know, my good buddies, Eddie and, and Chuck and Sherry, will be able to meet me there for at least yeah. one of the days. And, you know, maybe we could do a uh, a live podcast straight from Monster Ooh. Batch, man. Monster Headquarters. Oh, that would right. be really cool. That would be, cool. That'd That'd be, be so much fun. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully we could get that rolling. And, guys, if you want more information on that, head over to MonsterBashNews.com, and they'll have all the information uh, for you on there you could also go to uh, creepyclassics.com and that's where you could find a lot of old uh, horror and sci-fi memorabilia guys also don't forget we still have the mastery mystery robot model contest going on oh, wow. final date for entries is october 31st 2022 and hey the rules are simple head over to 1878press.com just click in the tab where it says uh, pro- uh, books and more You'll find the Mastery Mystery Robot model uh, plans. Purchase them there, get them shipped to you, and start putting them together. Because you have until October 31st, 2022 at 12 a.m. And guys, you whoever wins this out there, and we have a great panel of trained monkeys that are going <laughs> to you know, take a look at all of our entries and all that. And you can win your very own 7-foot Frankenstein monster poster. Ooh. A value of over $140. Wow. So if you go on houseoftheunusual.com on our forum, I do have a Mastery Mystery Robot Model Contest thread. And you can find all the information and links right there. And a picture of the Frankenstein poster and even one of the posters with Eddie sitting next to it. So if you're able to discern on which one is which, you know, let us know on the forum site there. Mm-hmm. So don't forget, that's 1878press.com, 1878press.com. Just hit the the shop tab up top. It will say books and more. Click on it, and you'll see the Houdini Mastery Mystery Robot Model Plans. So check those out. Also, mymoviemonsters.com, Scary Monsters, issue number 128. All hail the horror host issue is available for pre-order, and it is a beautiful cover by Scott Jackson and... uh, Yours truly has a article in there as well. Also, be on the lookout for Castle of Frankenstein number 36 coming this fall, and it is available for pre-order on mymoviemonsters.com. Uh, so that's all we got for house cleaning and some of our, our friends and all that. And if you would like to uh, for us to advertise your, your website or something, you got anything cool, hit us up on houseoftheunusual.com on the forum site. You'll see where it says podcast chat. Uh, hit us up on there. We'd definitely like to check out what you got going on. All right. So that's that. So nice. Chuck Jerry, man, I want to hear all about <laughs> Florida trip. And man, you guys got to see Woo! Robert the Haunted Doll. Yeah, I'll tell you, you what. Know, those, those pictures and videos you Ooh. sent me were were really creepy, man. Robert the Doll is one creepy dude, man. All due respect, Robert the Doll out there, but yeah, I wouldn't mess with him. So, guys, how, how was your trip? Oh, man, yes. You know what? For the listening audience, we spent about six days in the Florida Keys, and it oh. was absolutely gorgeous. And uh, we so did. Beautiful. We walked eight miles a day, if you can imagine. Holy that. moly. 
and that yeah, heat that uh, helped for all the good food we were eating yeah <laughs> I, I tell you what if i didn't oh my gosh if i didn't walk like that somebody Ooh. would be hitting me with the paddles clear <laughs> you know <laughs> I mean, but we had we had a blast and robert the doll just in case you did not know uh he was given to a young man in uh in the early 1900s probably 1905 1906 yeah. to uh, robert eugene otto and the autos were a prominent family in key west and they lived in a gorgeous house which is now a bed and breakfast it's called the artist house yeah and so anyway the young eugene got 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 robert the doll as a present and uh shortly after he he got the doll supposedly people seen the doll uh going from room to room like up in the windows when no one was home uh he would change facial expressions didn't he do things and then he would um, blame it on robert the doll yeah so whenever this spoiled kid would you know like wreck his room he would say uh <laughs> you know uh, robert did it robert so he would blame the doll so i think Poor that's robert. i think sounds that's legit <laughs> so i think that's how that legend started yeah you know but you know what it was on my bucket list for about 20 years to go yeah. see this thing he's in the east fort martello museum that's by the airport it's Key a, west airport it's out by the key west mm -hmm. airport and really cool and i do have a video on there um if you go to sherry uh caputo on youtube you we have see. three videos actually we made yeah we did that one and then we went to the cemetery the key west oh, cemetery that is so cool yeah this is you know what it's all above ground because of the water table down there is so high mm -hmm. so all the graves are above ground similar to narlin's you know, mm -hmm. and it's uh, it's 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 uh, really cool. So we visited the actual grave of the of the owner of Robert. And we, yeah. did, we did a little thing there, and then we we also did something in the museum about uh, Carl uh, von Kossel. If you're not familiar with this guy, read this. I found out about him about 17 years ago. I saw a documentary. It's it's supposed to be a love story. It was so gruesome that I couldn't even sleep when I saw this. This guy, Carl von Kossel, back in the 20s in Key West, he was a radiologist and uh, tuberculosis was rampant back then. And uh, back in those days, it would actually kill you, as you know. So a young Cuban girl who was very, very pretty girl, only uh, about 21, 22 years old, he fell in love with her. She had TB and then she did eventually die. And he bought a mausoleum for her and everything, and he stole her yeah, body. Yeah, her parents were poor. Yeah, parents. and he offered to put her in the mausoleum. Yeah, he and went then, there for two years and visited her every day. Yeah, visited her every night. Did he put a telephone or something? Yeah, he had some kind of a phone in yeah. there. I mean, he was something. This guy, but anyway, he took her body. He stole her body. He heard her tell him to get me out of this tomb. Yeah. So he thought, okay, well, I'll dig you up and I'll take <laughs> you out. <laughs> yeah. And guess what he did? Go ahead. So yeah, he he. I mean, he put fake eyeballs in where her sockets were Waxing he waxed her over skin. her skin made, made her a, like a person again yeah made a wig for her it was gruesome Woo! man so they finally caught him after seven years and he pretty much slapped him on the wrist i mean they went very easy on them because they said it was a love story i don't know what kind of love story that is kind of crazy if you go on to wikipedia for anybody out there and it's uh, uh the name is carl and the way the last name is spelled mm -hmm. is T-A-N-Z-L-E-R. That's correct, Tanzler. Yeah, that's yeah, his real name from Germany. That's and correct. He, and he changed it over here to Von Kossel. Yeah, and if you go on Wikipedia, there is a photo of uh, the corpse of uh, oh, yeah. Marina. Was it Maria Alina mm -hmm. Malargo del de Hoyas? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Encased yeah. in wax and plaster. and whatever he did it doesn't even look like a human being anymore it looks, <laughs> it looks like robert the doll's you know female companion or something yeah <laughs> it I mean, does yeah. wow it, was, it is such a gruesome That's story <laughs> yeah it's you know very strange hey but getting back to robert the doll like i like to do like some type of a magic trick at the end of the video and i couldn't really get anything on the plane i didn't want to get things Confisc things confiscated, confiscated yeah. so i did uh, <laughs> have a little device to make something float so i did float a 20 dollar bill cute. next to robert robert liked it yeah robert. he did <laughs> jerry got stopped by tsa twice what tell them about that jerry. oh about the uh oh what did you do well <laughs> they took my suntan lotion i guess it was oh. bigger it was liquid it was the kind of cream and then pittsburgh let me go through with my hair stuff but key west coming home they they confiscated it. It was my hair um, gel stuff. They said it was too big, but oh, I don't was, know. You know what? Every time I turn around, <laughs> I was getting arrested. They, yeah, they, they were they were poking through. <laughs>
<laughs> it was funny. Oh, my oh well, what are you going to do? I should know better. I'll know better <laughs> next time. But there was a few other things we did down there. We went on a ghost tour, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we could come back if someone else wants to yeah. interject and yeah no good we want to hear what the oh, okay. what's going on down there man this is interesting oh, yeah. okay. he's been to florida so yeah the one thing that we um really really loved was uh ernest hemingway's house oh that was neat that was a museum and we did the tour and uh, there was so many interesting things about him that honestly i didn't know and you didn't know about right no not all that no not everything <clears throat> um they were saying how he kept 70 cats there Oh, and wow. He was still, the original cat lady. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he still had, they still are allowed 50 cats. 50 they keep cats. like 49 there. Mm. They're all descendants of his original cats. Oh, wow. And they have that hereditary gene that causes them to have that extra toe mm -hmm. that um, not all of the cats have it, but um, a majority of them do. And they're the sweetest cats. Oh, they're you're beautiful. not allowed to pick them up, but they come up and you're allowed to pet them. And they're very sweet. They look like tabby cats. And um, what's that thing called? A um, the extra toe. I think it's I think it's polydactyl, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Yes. And it went through about his whole life and about his. Um, he did African safaris. He was a, a semi-pro boxer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had a boxing ring in his backyard, and it was amazing. Here, I'll let you tell some more stuff. Yeah, you know what the family had. They were. <laughs> with uh depression you know what because like as you know he, he mental illness yeah, yeah mental illness he as, he committed suicide in 1961 i believe oh, yeah. he, i think his father committed suicide and his granddaughter you know margo hemingway that was his niece uh was his niece that's what they said oh it was in his the niece. museum yeah. okay yeah she committed suicide yeah there's like a there's there's like a gene that's unfortunate in the family yeah he had several wives he said one cat led to another and the tour guide said, yeah, he felt that way about wives, too. <laughs> had, she introduced him to her best friend. Well, guess what? He kind of liked the best friend, and she liked him. So like, get, a, get a new cat, him. get a new wife, get a new yeah, cat. Well, get a new yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, when, towards the end of his life, he, well, he, they showed us that he had like a bungalow uh, separate from the house. It was like you go up these steps, yeah. and it was a huge room, and it still had his typewriter and all his furniture it was really every, cool yeah all authentic and original kept kept perfect there and um that's when he would go when he had his peak time mm -hmm. when he did farewell to arms and all the different novels that he pumped out he would go up old man the sea all those he would go up at 6 a.m and he would go all day until he felt he had, he did a decent day's work mm -hmm. and then um that was cool to see that and what else did you want to say? Oh, I wanted to tell them too. Yeah, go ahead. Um, towards the end of his life, when he was older and with this depression, they decided to do ECT or those shock treatments on him. I don't know how many they did on him. Would they say 30? About 30, I think. Yeah, and wow. it started destroying his brain. And I think that's what got him depressed because he couldn't think straight. And then he couldn't write right. So then I think that's what led to his demise where he just said, forget it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I tell you what, I can't think right, but you can't. You no, know, you yeah, you gotta do that before, honey. Yeah. <laughs> don't do now, crazy. Now, have you guys read anything? Ever read anything by Hemingway? I, I have. Oh, I yeah. don't. I don't think I ha ever have. But have you guys ever? Yeah, yes. yeah. The the old, the old man, man in the sea, sea is an uh -huh. excellent, excellent novel. It's about a Cuban. Uh, <laughs> fisherman, yeah, a yeah, fisherman. Yeah, fisherman from Cuba. In so. fact, we read that in high school. Mm -hmm. And then you read the grapes of grapes of wrath. Well, that was by Steinbeck. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. What yeah. was that other one? Uh, uh, the Snows of Kilimanjaro. I yeah. mean, you know, there's a bunch of short stories that yeah. you, know, uh, you know. But he was he was very he was a very good writer. But there's a street down there, just in case anybody does go or if you know about it, it's called the Vol Street. It's very similar to uh, Bourbon Street. You know, you know, down in Louisiana, that's where all the stuff happens. It's like a really cool street. They have street uh, street performers. Uh, they have every kind of restaurant, uh, every kind of bar, restaurant, bar, I live mean, music everywhere. Yeah, yeah everyone had live music. Yeah, it was really cool. So that's why we got eight miles a day because we walked up and down that street, up and down all oh, night. And they have cigar factories everywhere. He would buy Cuban cigars. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, he was having fun. He would smoke it all the way up and down the street. And then there was these um, really beautiful art galleries. We took uh, we took a lot of tours and went in there and, and saw some different. Um, art that was really 
beautiful gorgeous yeah one of the things was pretty funny guys was we did go snorkeling you know oh. and, and i can't swim you know <laughs> uh, i never learned how to swim i just can't do it and uh so anyway i was kind of scared and so sherry booked it and then she called back and said water oh. so they said they they drive you out on a uh, catamaran they take you out 20 feet into the ocean uh, so, no, the, yeah the, the ocean's 20 feet deep yeah there. yeah the ocean's 20 by feet the coral. deep yeah, by the coral and i'm thinking oh no <laughs> uh, yeah so once we're on this little boat here the woman says does anybody have a problem i said yeah i can't swim and <laughs> so <laughs> so she said well, well we're going to give you a life vest because it's mandatory anyway we all wore life vests yeah, yeah. and then they gave him i mean these are puny yeah. little life vests it's like flat <laughs> Real, it doesn't really look you like you can it. blow them up a little bit so yeah so she said if you want to blow them up there's a hose there so i was going <laughs> but, but you couldn't blow it up to the back to where it would be um to uh if it was um too full of air mm -hmm. then it would just throw you back on your back right it would be like in survivor mode in survivor so mode, yeah. she said you you can only blow it up just a little bit but then they ended up giving him he said well he could use a noodle one of those noodles that you could swim with so he used two noodles he was a double noodle guy <laughs> nice. went, yeah they went right under his vest and under his arms and he was floating like a champ oh it was great it was oh, great she, good. she was the one who wanted to do this and she was scared she was up by the ropes the well <laughs> when i saw jellyfish and then <laughs> I just, I didn't go out as far as he did. I just couldn't do it. I was anticipating and thinking we were going to go somewhere like, I guess they have like in the Bahamas or Caribbean where they have the real blue water where you can see through it. And it's shallow. And it's shallow where you can stand. Well, I'm a good swimmer and I like to swim. I go down to the Y, but there's always like a rope on my one side, the wall on the other side. I'm doing laps. Here, if you're, I don't know, 20 feet, that's pretty darn deep, especially if I would have got stung. I don't know, by a jellyfish. So I don't know. Maybe next time I'll do a better job of that here. Yeah, but it was, yeah. it, but but it, it, was, was fun. it was fun. And then we went on a ghost tour. It was an open trolley. It took you all through. Oh, yeah. All she through. was she awesome. Was, our yeah. tour guide. She yeah. was very good. Yeah, the tour guide was really cool. And everything. So, hey, it was good, man. I would recommend going down there. We would love to go back. It's just very humid. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, not my not my type of weather at all. I I don't even like the dry heat. I'm loving this this fall weather that we're starting yeah. to hit here, which I'm sure you guys are we're are starting to hit it, and I'm sure it's coming Eddie's way as well. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm liking this weather when it's cloudy. Absolutely, you know, rain. There's a nice little breeze. Love you it. know, fall weather. That's you know, that's what I'm talking about. So yeah, yeah that sounds that that's, it sounds like you guys had a, had a lot of fun down there, and I really enjoyed seeing the uh, the photos and videos. And if you guys want, if you can, uh, on the forum site, if you want to put one of the videos of uh, Robert the Haunted Doll, so yeah. our uh, our forum uh, okay. yeah. cruisers Definitely. can check it out and even you know throw a link to to your guys uh, YouTube page on there where they can okay. find the rest of the stuff so that would be you know awesome. really cool if you're able to do that so we're going to turn it over to Eddie at House of the Unusual Eddie. Proper and see what's been new with him so what's up Eddie what's new oh, yeah, a lot of stuff in there a lot of stuff in there um, in fact I've been working around the clock uh, trying to finish the storage so I can start doing my broadcast of Eddie's Deep Dives and I, I'm pretty close to finishing, probably another week or two. And uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up is uh, I just got an email right now, and it says in the email, uh, this email is from Robert the Doll. <laughs> a guy with a funny hairdo next to me, and he took a picture without my permission. Where? Uh -oh. that was me. I don't know what that means. And then the other one is, I don't know if you guys are aware that Hemingway also had a house in Cuba, and I know my brother... Oh. went down there and they had the same thing where I think they had his type arrived. It's kind of reflected what uh, you just said right now uh, concerning that house. And the third thing is, come on, Chuck. Warren, I saw a picture from an aerial photo they took of Key West, I think last week sometime. And they show a guy with a big round uh, tire around his thing while he was swimming. And I said, <laughs> is that the, is that what, was that you? <laughs> well, probably yeah. hey eddie eddie uh -huh. the house down in cuba for hemingway did he have cats there as well you know that i don't know about that now that you mentioned that i i think i did see that in some of the photos my brother showed me 
Hmm. But it, it sounds like it's a like they just duplicated both scenes. Because yes, uh, I know he yeah. spent a lot of time in Cuba. And I, you know, I don't recall, to be honest with you, what I, I think I read in school, the same book you talked about, uh, The Old Man and the Sea. Yes. Uh, I think it was required in English class. But it I was. remember, mm-hmm. I, I've read a lot of books, I think, that might have been his. I don't remember now exactly what it was. But um, other than that, what I'll tell you, um, you know, getting back to what I was saying about Eddie Steve Dives, I, I've, I finally got my two flags, the two pirate flags that they're the only ones in the world ever done, duplicated, you know, and I'm very excited. They look phenomenal. And uh, I'm trying to figure out how to display that. But uh, going forward, the ship's wheel that I have from 1895, I have my son's uh, father-in-law making me a stand for it. So he's going to make kind of like... Um, if you think about it, it's going to be phenomenal. You know, like a wooden plank type of thing. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like a raft, and then the wheel's going to be there. And then I'm going to take that famous, I have one or two of those life-size skeletons. And I'm going to dress them and put them to that wheel, man. It'll be like the, like a pirate at the helms. I'm really excited. I, I, I'm working on a really nice display. The only thing is inventing space. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I the space problem is what's really hurting me. But Joe, that's actually what I'm up to right now. Wow, that sounds good. I think we all, all of us collectors out there, uh, we all have that issue. You know, running out of space. So that's always been mine. I try to sell stuff, and then I'm like, oh, I got more space. Let me buy some more stuff. And oh, it's terrible. It's just like a vicious cycle, man. But yeah, it's a sickness. <laughs> it's a disease that we all love <laughs> it is you know what what was kind of interesting is as i was putting my thing i have a bunch of trunks right and i have a i don't know like six seven trunks and so i gotta get one on top of each other each trunk is about 40 50 pounds you know one of them was like a big trunk that my brother kept his drums in and he gave it to me so i filled it with robots and toys right so the thing is very heavy, and I'm trying to get it uh, a little bit past six feet tall on top of the filing cabinet to put it on top of another trunk. <laughs> so the way I did that is I wedged between two filing cabinets a ladder, and then I grabbed the trunk in the you know with the front and I lift it up, and then I start climbing backwards on the ladder, uh, knowing that if I'm going to fall either way, the trunk is going to stop my fall forward. Mm-hmm. I got the ladder in the back, and I hoisted it up there, and it was like, oh my god. When I finally got it up there, yeah, the back did hurt afterwards. But when I finally got it up there, I looked and it reminded me Abercrombie and Finch, you know, the store. <laughs> had those Indiana Jones displays and stuff. And I'm like, wow, that looks cool. And then the best part is last uh, two or three days ago, my wife calls me up from um, uh, Marshall's. And she says, hey, did you see this? She goes, what's the black pearl? Now, you guys are going to laugh at this because I'm a very... A big fan of you know of pirates and stuff, and I probably read it at one time. I forgot, but I thought it was a Johnny Depp uh, pirate of the Caribbean's uh, ship, you know. Uh-huh. And I said to her, "Get it," and she goes, "It's 199." I don't care, get it. I saw the picture. I go, "It's beautiful. You got to get it for me, right?" So she gives it to me as my birthday gift, which she was supposed to give me back in August. And um, when I look at the ship, it's actually Blackbeard's. Blackbeard mm-hmm. used the Black Pearl, and that's the ship he, he, he was on. And I was I didn't know it was an actual real ship. Wow. It's kind of funny, like in Pirates of the Caribbean, where they say the Black Pearl's not right. a real ship. Wow. Well, it actually is. Huh, that's it, neat. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, Joe? Joe? I'm here. I was grabbing something. I'm up in my uh, up in my comics room, and I'm grabbing something here. And I, you know, Eddie had text me um yesterday said he wanted to talk about some old sears catalogs and all that so i thought that'd be a really cool topic you know to get into a lot of these old catalogs and everything i know eddie knows a lot about them but guys i'm feeling you know it's just it must be this time of the year i'm feeling very very generous and i want to buy each of you something from a 1940 sears fall winter catalog but we're gonna play a little game here so you don't get to pick just anything what you're gonna do is you are gonna pick from um we're gonna go from page four to a thousand and you're gonna give me a page number 
And I'm going to tell you what's on that page. And whatever's on that page is the gift that you are going to receive. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start off with Sherry. We're going to go ladies first. Sherry, yes. numbers four through a thousand. Eighty-nine. Eighty-nine. Let's see what Sherry is going to get out of the, the generosity uh, of my, my good heart here. It, maybe. Oh, Joe. Oh, the what is Sherry going to get? It looks like a robot. Oh, yeah, hold on. The robot plants. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Take a drink. <laughs> yeah, take a drink. All right, I'm trying to, to get it here. All right, and Sherry, she is going to get uh, Indestruct, a, a Sanford Eyes Indestructo work clothes. So there you go. <clears throat> Looks like it is a denim work clothes, like a pant. I I don't know a one piece, uh, pant suit type thing. Oh, but it is okay. denim and it has a little belt across it, and it's very fashionable for 1940. So if you would like to go work in the steel mill or something, and uh, yeah. is, is it made of asbestos? To work on. <laughs> is, it, is it made of asbestos? <laughs> It's made of asbestos, and it comes in. Uh, oh, no. let's see what colors do we get here? Yeah. Um, medium blue. So you get a medium blue denim uh, work, uh, some work clothes there, Sherry. And it's only it's only going to cost me. Uh, where are we at here? One dollar and fifteen cents. Wow! Look at that. Wow! That's a bargain, ain't it? I'm telling you, man. That is a bargain. All right, next up. So Sherry got her work clothes. Chuck Caputo. What are we getting today? Page seven sixty-seven. Wow. Seven sixty-seven. All right. Let me find here. As you look up the page, it's kind of funny because. I came across a thing uh, really quick called Grand Illusions, which is a show a lot of people don't realize that he's very popular. It's an older guy in England, and he reviews toys and novelties and magic tricks, and it's called Grand Illusions. Uh, one of his videos has 144 million views, so the guy's pretty popular. I came across a coffin bank that i never seen or had, and I got one on eBay last week, and it's arriving today. I'm so excited to get Ooh. And the mailman's still not here, man. <laughs> All right, Chuck, you get a decorator-styled curtain. <laughs> wow. If you get to choose between spinning wheels, flocked flowers, woven figures, pussy willow dots, or pointed de spirit. So which oh, would you like, Chuck? Oh, the pussy willow dots, I guess. Wow. There you go. Pussy oh, willow dots. Uh decorated style curtains so you get a you get a, some curtains and it's only 32 cents a yard so wow. quite a deal right there so That's very nice all right you get Whoa. you get a you get some nice curtains for the house there yeah maybe i can make some overalls and i can go with theory <laughs> and we could we could do some yard work huh yeah there you go <laughs> all right eddie Guevara, right. what do what what page number pick, do you have i'm gonna pick page 567 567. All right, let's see here. Almost there. 567. Where are we at? Oh, we, oh, we got a lot of uh we got a lot of different things on here. Uh we have, let's see. Uh, 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 15 wow. 16, 17 18 19 20 21 22, 23. So, Eddie, pick numbers 1 through 23. 17. 17. Let's see. That's a jackpot. 19, 18, 17. All right, Eddie, you get touch-up liquid coloring. Blends oh. gray hair into a natural <laughs> color. A liquid coloring complete with applicator. Wow. You could Auburn, medium, brown, black, light brown, dark brown, chestnut oh, wow. brown. Henna blonde, and uh, it comes in a four ounce bottle. So, what color would you like? I'll take a black, man. You're gonna <laughs> go with black. It's only forty nine cents a bottle for your wow. liquid coloring. Wow. You know, I, of all the people, I got the best one. At least it's <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I'm pretty happy with that curtain rod. <laughs> there you go. Chuck got some curtains, and uh, Sherry got some denim uh, work wow. uh, pantsuits, and. I'm going to pick a number here, and let's see what I get. I'm going to go with um, 
Uh, Chuck, give me one number, one through nine. Uh, six. Six. All right, Sherry, one number, one through nine. Seven. All right, we got six, seven. Eddie, one number, one through I nine. Do eight. Eight. All right, so my page number is six, seven, eight. Six, seven, eight. Six, seven, eight. So let's see where we're at. Six, seventy-eight. Uh oh, I think I passed it up here. Are you looking at a real catalog or a reprint? I am looking at a uh, a reprint online here. Uh oh. Uh oh. What is this? Ooh, what'd you get? Uh oh. I don't know if I want to say. The uh, <laughs> 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 <Got> bloomers. <laughs> we we want to hear it, Joe. Uh -oh. All right. Let's see. Ah. Uh, I'm trying to see what it what what even is this? Okay, so it is. I get the um. Let's see. I get braid braid broadcloth in three grades. I could either choose between Sanford Eyes Shrunk, which is the best it says, sophomore broadcloth, or Sears Bargain Special, or Rich Lustered Sanford Eyes Broadcloth. So I get a uh, I can pick some cloth. I guess nine oh, cents yeah. a yard. Huh. Wow, that's not bad, right? I can pick between orchard white, light yellow, Yo. pink, tan, medium, and wow. rose. I think I'm gonna go at rose. Well, no, Joe, take white because you can make it into a uh, ghost. Oh, that yeah. I I can, or I can, really? I could use rose and it could be a bloody ghost. Huh? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Just add some glue to it, you know, some yeah. yeah. I like his Christmas shopping. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's great. I tell you what, that hair dye, what from the forties or the thirties, whatever. Can you imagine how Whoa. harsh that probably was? You're probably oh not, man, you're it probably, probably burnt your, your skull. Yeah, <laughs> you burn your burn your hair right off and you'd be blind. Yeah. <laughs> It would color your it color. Imagine you add it and hair falls right off. <laughs> no, no, I'm wrong. It says, you know, you you put it on your dog's hair. When the dog's hair falls off, then you glue that to your hair with the applicator. So there you go. That, that's how you just have to match up the hair and make sure it's good. But you know, I, I wanted to do this with a real. I have a few old uh, real catalog Sears and JC Pennies, but I didn't have time to grab them before we started. So. Luckily, you know, if you just type in Sears and whatever year, usually they're all on uh, archive.org. Right. I have a I have a question for you, Joe. Do you, were you around when you were little? Did they have the Spiegel catalog? Oh, those were cool. I don't remember Spiegel. The only ones that I remember us, us really getting <laughs> were um, J.C. Penney's catalogs around. Um, oh, that, was, oh, that was for the wealthy people. We bought from Spiegel's. <laughs> Bought me a, a leisure suit when I was thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I wore it at the thing to school. Everybody laughed at me. It was, it was ridiculous. You know what? What a lot of people, uh, Joe. So you understand a little bit more. Spiegel is an equivalent of Johnson Smith. Yeah. <laughs> but let's to, to say it better, a an expensive Johnson Smith. How's that sound? You know what that's, I mean. That's about right. That's about yeah, right. Yeah. It'll it'll be like a Sears mixed with a Johnson Smith in it. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of Spiegel's, but um, Eddie, you're, you're the expert on all these catalogs, man. Give us a rundown of them. Well, see, the Spiegel catalog was usually oversized. It was like 13 inches by 11 inches, so it was a really big color magazine, and they were very well done. In fact, all the pages were high glossy. Yeah, wow. and nice. inside, when you went to the toy section, you had a lot of like the novelty stuff. Like you could probably find. Mm -hmm. A modern-day seven-foot Polaris sub on that type of catalog. Whoa. My favorite thing in that catalog used to be the CB radios. They had a lot of – remember those, uh, Chuck? Oh, yeah. They were popular, those those, those base station home CB. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were great. And, and, you know, our parents never got, got us them. I mean, the CB radio back then was like $40, $50, so it's right. hard to get them to buy you one. Yeah. So before, actually, they bought me a 23-channel – I think the brand was called Prominent, believe it or not, I still own today. Yeah. Uh, that The CB radio I really wanted it looked like an old-fashioned desktop radio. It was like yeah. a square white thing, and it had 23 channels. Yep, 23 and it channels. Would you remember that? It was oh, like a receiver. I wish they would have bought me that instead of the, instead of the, the Allegiant suit. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, but, but Spiegel was phenomenal. They sold a lot. If you ever, you know what, Joe? I, I I'm gonna look. I have a few. If once I come across one, I'm gonna send it to you, because you will appreciate Spiegel. Oh, they, oh, they were great. Yeah, they were reasonable. The prices were reasonable, and yeah, they were fantastic. 
Am I able to still order out of Spiegel Cattle? <laughs> oh, yeah, why not? Of course. <laughs> I think they were out of Chicago, the main headquarters. Wasn't it, Eddie? I believe it was Chicago. You're, you're right. They were. They were okay. out of Chicago. But it, it was very close to like a series. They were thick. They were sometimes two, three hundred pages. Yeah. Um, they're. I mean, like I said, they're they're phenomenal catalogs. They offer a lot of things. And I mean, J.C. Penny was kind of like a Spiegel catalog, but J.C. Penny was more towards clothing. Yeah. yeah. And people, a lot of people don't realize that J.C. Penny, which you know, this blows me away. I don't understand how things have changed. Like, but Sears and J.C. Penny, I think. Over twenty or thirty percent of their business came from their catalog. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> of course, you would go to the catalog department. You order, and then there was a couple. There was Service Merchandise was another company that appeared in the early eighties. Oh, I remember them. Yep. That they, they kind of tried to imitate the catalog department yeah. store. You went inside and you placed an order in the catalog, and, and you picked up. But I guess Amazon killed mm. most of those mail order firms. Well, I'll tell you, Sears had quality stuff. Sears had good stuff. I mean, it was, yeah, good, good tools. It was a very good tools as craftsmen. craftsmen. They, they had good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is you could buy guns for like two fifty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and, and one thing about Sears though, a lot of people don't realize the first company to ever do mail order, the granddaddy is Montgomery Ward. Montgomery Ward. Oh, now yeah. Yeah. they're still in business today. At one time it was Montgomery Ward, Sears, and then the famous Johnson Smith catalog appeared in 1912. And of course, you know, that became a household name. And, and one of the reasons Johnson Smith survived is during the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. I think they, they were not arrest. I think they were out of Chicago, Illinois first, and then they went to Racine, Wisconsin or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if we remember the story, what um, Craig Tobik said in one of our shows, they uh, they were going out of bit. He was, he was going to go bankrupt or something, but he said to the guy, because he couldn't afford the 1939 catalog mm-hmm. and Oh, no, I'm sorry, 1929 catalog. So he asked them to give him credit, and I think he did. And within a year or two, he paid off the whole thing. He paid off the debt. Hey, here out here in Pittsburgh, one of the first magic gigs I got was about 1985, maybe 1984. And it was for three major stores, Sears, JCPenney's, and Kaufman's. We had a store chain out here called Kaufman's in Pittsburgh. And uh, th- there was a kiosk in each of the stores that sold like uh, uh, like different types of spooky <clears throat> things for like Halloween, like costumes and stuff like that. And they hired me in, e- in each store to walk around doing close-up magic and stuff like that. Oh, and cool. it, yeah, and it was by a company called National Theme Productions. That was about 1985. So it was really cool. I mean, so oh I my saw- god, Chuck, you I, you know you just brought memories back, man. Really? You're right. Yes, yeah, Sears used to have a. They would rent like in the clothing department. Yeah, exactly. Entire table. Exactly. Not a table, like a big display case was about yep. 12, 15 feet long. Mm-hmm. And they filled it with magic and novelties. Yeah. 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 I tell you what, I was the guy doing close-up magic, walking around. <laughs> and, you know, and wow. it, was, it was really, really cool. You know, that was awesome. Well, I, I never saw you there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was in Pittsburgh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, but not to t- change the subject, Joe, the one thing that I did want to bring up, uh, we, we were thinking about this. Uh, my wife and I here, you had mentioned, I guess, about two podcasts ago. Yeah, I was just going to say what our favorite Twilight Zones were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. Let's dig into that real quick. And then uh, we'll then we'll come back to uh, the catalogs. But yeah, what what's going on with the well, Twilight Zone? What'd you guys watch? Well, I wanted to tell you when I was on the plane, <laughs> I was thinking of you and I said, I can't wait to tell Joe and Eddie <laughs> about uh, one of my favorite is when they're on the plane. And um, it was William Shatner, and he saw that monster, a gremlin or something. Was it on the, on the wing? And it was storming out there. But of course, it was broad daylight. And but I that just brought memories of that. That was one of my favorite. Yeah, that That's probably great. not the best time to bring up that episode <laughs> when you're actually on the plane. Yeah, yeah. It would be funny. It would be man, such a mean prank. But if you're the one in charge of the the movies or whatever, and you play that episode while you, while you're on the plane just to see people's reactions. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a good one. And that another was... one I like, and we both like, is that one called um... Nick of Time. Right. It, it was another Shatner one where he was in the diner, and uh, so he was obsessed with the little fortune teller bobblehead, uh, the little thing where he put a penny in. That was a cool one. Was... Do you rem- do you guys remember? <laughs> remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a very good one. I tried to purchase one of those Nick and Time uh, uh, things, and. Um... They came out, I don't know, Joel, I don't know if you're aware, they came out about a couple of years ago 
a full size model was selling for like three, four hundred dollars. Yeah, now going for like four thousand. And uh, I said, now let me try to get one. But then when the guy that I bought it from, he was one hundred and thirty seven dollars. When I bought it from, I was waiting, waiting. A month goes by, and then I go, I do you have one left? And this was just a tin copy of it, you know, like it wouldn't do anything. Oh, and then yeah. the guy is like, oh, I'm going to make it now. And I'm like, forget it. I'm not going to wait two months for that. So he kind of made me think, and I, I asked for the money back. Yeah, I don't blame That's you. That's terrible. Yeah, but yeah. I'll tell you what, my all-time favorite, I mean, I'm a huge Twilight Zone fan. My yeah, all-time favorite is, brrr, will, the, will the real Martian please stand up? That was the diner where there was uh, <laughs> where there's one extra person somehow got on that bus, and uh, one guy, one uh, the old guy was from Venus, and and the guy behind the counter had a third eye. He was from yes. Mars, I believe. Yes. Oh yeah, that was a good one. That was creepy. That was creepy. Well, yeah. well, I actually have three that are are my favorites, Ooh. and I I was trying to pick you know which one I, I like the best, but I I just I couldn't. You know, the, yeah. it, it's like with a Twilight Zone. I could say you know <laughs> every episode I, I I love, but there's three that I always. I always watch, you know, at least once a year. And um, the first, we'll start with the first one, no particular order, but just be, this is how I, I brought right. it up on, on my computer just to remember so I could get the season and the episode for everybody. But the first one, and I watch this every Christmas, is The Night of the Meek. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it's from season two, episode 11. And Art, it is Art a, uh, what's that? That's Art Carney in there, right? Yes. Yeah. Art Carney. And, um, he plays the uh, the main character, which is the uh, the, the uh, Santa Claus character. But this oh, one, it, it, yeah. it aired December twenty third, nineteen sixty, and it is a um, it, it's one of see. I like the Twilight Zones that really make you kind of think and have a nice story with it. And this one, it uh, it'll make you think. It'll bring you back to that you know age of wonderment when you were a child, and absolutely you know, these things were absolutely you know possible in in your mind, and you'll you'll think that they are possible again. You know at the right moments if you step into that twilight zone man so yeah if if anybody out there hasn't seen it or hasn't you know visited in a while it's the the night of the meek and then my the next one that i really like and this is probably one of my if i had to pick one this is probably my all-time favorite one just because it deals with books and i and i'm i'm a huge book fan i think i know guys oh oh, i know this one yeah everyone should know this one time enough at last i love that one one. yeah that's a good one this one this one is from season one it's episode eight and it uh aired november 20th 1959 and who is this star guys who's the The main penguin burgess meredith Meredith. yep the penguin I know him as a Rockies trainer. You're gonna eat, thunder. You're gonna eat lightning and cut thunder. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of my. I have to say, this is up there with one of my my favorites in all time of any kind of uh, TV show episode. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's, a, that's just, a real good one. Boy, did he get the the shaft at the end of this? You know, he, he's a meek little guy. He just, you know, he, he just wants to read. read. This is, you know. This is pre, you know, training Rocky. So, you know, he just wants to read. He's not in the training <laughs> mode yet. But, yeah, he gets screwed at the end, man. It's like, oh, you got to be kidding. Yeah, he had a he had a terrible wife. You know, that's all the guy wanted to do was read. Yeah. Why doesn't nobody compare him to the Penguin? <laughs> yeah, or the Penguin, man, from the, the oh Batman God. show. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's your, a good one, Joe. I, I agree with you, Joe. I like now, that one here's, a lot. Now, here's my third one, and this is a very obscure episode that not many people are aware of, but I guarantee you, if you watch this, you'll you'll get that little lump in your throat, and uh, you may even shed, you know, may even shed a little tear or something, because it is kind of a, a tearjerker, uh, not for a sad reason, but it makes you more, um, kind of look at humanity in a different way, and, and you know, maybe how we should be looking at, at life, but this one is called The Hunt, and it is season three, episode 19, and it aired January 26, 1962. Are any of you guys familiar with uh, this episode, The Hunt? Is that the guy that's being hunted or something like that? And it's supposed to be like some type of werewolf or something? No, no, not, no, not, not even close. So this guy, oh. he's a, uh, he's an old mountain man and he has a, uh, a coon hunting dog named Rip, and um, I do remember them. It deals with him and him and his dog, 
and I don't want to give if I give away any more, it'll ruin the episode. Okay. But it's man, this is this is up there too with with it. Oh. In, uh, I'm telling you, it's a it's a Sherry, it's a tearjerker, man. You are right, Joe. That's an obscure one. Not many people know. No, oh, I, I I saw that a long, yeah. long time, but I forgot totally what it's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if yeah, if you guys haven't seen this in a while or never seen it, I'm telling you, this is one because it'll it'll make you think about you know the human and humanity mm-hmm. as a whole in our relationship with other humans and animals, and it is. Okay. It's. A, I'm telling you, man. It, it'll give you that lump in your throat, man, and it'll, it'll make you think. <laughs> how, how about you, Eddie? Which, uh, which, well, which you, you know afraid? what? I, I got to admit, I, I was going to say the same one that Joe. He kind of jumped me on that one, the Meredith one. Yeah. Uh, with the books, but one oh, of yeah. also was also the one you mentioned, the Nick of Time. Yeah. And then the other one, the other two favorite minds. One is the one with um, Will Robinson, whatever his name is, Bill Money. Where he's like a bad little kid, he says, "Don't behave." Oh, he, he turns into a I love that one. That's oh, a good one. Yeah. yeah, he was the monster. Yeah, 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 he was the monster in the thing. And then there was two others, and one I don't. I'm surprised none of you guys brought it up. But remember the one that there's a lady in the hospital, and everybody's wearing a mask, and they're trying to fix her that she had an accident or something. Then they that's have, cool. Yeah, we like that one. The pig doctor. Yeah, the pig faces. <laughs> but, and, and, you know, there's another two that I can think of. You know the one that the guy's trying to get out of this big, tall wall, and they're trying to form a human chain? Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. It's that supposed one? to be like the barrel monkeys or something. The guys Yeah, they were they were dolls, actually. Well, yeah, yeah, the ballerina. And yeah, the ballerina, the, the, the clown. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that was but neat. my favorite, one of my favorites, next stop is Willoughby. That Willoughby. Was that was good. Next stop is Willoughby. Yeah, that was cool. What's you, remember, that? you remember that one, Joe? Absolutely. I, I remember the name, but what was it about? That's the one. There's a guy in the train, and every time, like, you know, his wife is giving him problems. He has a problem everywhere, right? So when he gets on the train, he falls asleep. And then in the train, it, it goes back, like, the train goes back to, I don't know, back to the, uh, uh, what do you call this guy? Uh, oh, my gosh. Back to the time of uh, John, <laughs> the writer, Mark Twain. Right. Huck, yeah, like Huckleberry Finn's time. Right. Oh, he's all this old-fashioned West uh, with a really nice. It's called Willoughby, and he like he wants to get off, but he doesn't. So then, when he finally gets off the train, <laughs> that because one day he just had enough and he gets off in that stop. Then when they're uh, the you know the train leaves, they say we don't know what happened to this guy. He just walked off the bridge, or whatever. <laughs> and then it was called Willoughby Funeral Home. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. It was that. That was you cool. Knew that one. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. But hey, but you know what? Getting back to the nick of time, there. That's classic Shatner. There, the wife goes, "What are we gonna do, honey? Are we gonna stay at this diner all day?" He goes, "I don't know." It's that classic Shatner. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> That's when we started. We tried iced coffee because they were drinking iced coffee. Remember that? Yeah, it was about 20 years ago. We, seen donuts, it. we you know, started drinking iced coffee. Yeah. I, yeah. Cool. I purchased an original photograph of that where Shatner is with the machine on the, the thing. I have an actual photograph of that era. Oh, nice. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, cool. That is cool. I'm going to make copies for you guys. Send them over, man. That'd nice. Great. Hey, hey, if somebody out there, if you want to mention your favorite uh, Twilight yeah. Zone, put it on the forum. We'll be, glad to, we'll be glad to hear it. That'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know. We have it under, um, I believe it's under podcast. Ch- it might be under podcast chat or, or Crypt of Classics. I, I'll have to... Uh, oh. I'll have to look on which one it is. I'm going to check here real quick. But I, I do have a... Um, because when we did that episode about it, I a uh, a thread under one of them on there for the mm-hmm. Twilight Zone. I'm gonna check right now just so I have yeah uh, everybody. Hey. Yes, it is under Crypt of Classics, and uh, you'll see it uh, uh, for the Twilight Zone. So that was on September 6th. But guys, I have a I have a really obscure. Um, it's a Twilight Zone esque episode, and actually they did. Um, revise it for twilight zone but they cut out about um six minutes of it so this one's called an occurrence at owl creek bridge oh i remember that yep did you see that chuck from 1961 absolutely that was the guy was running in the woods he kept running and running and running and then they and he was hung at the end 
Oh my. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> He just gave up the whole show. Oh, there goes the episode, guys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't want to tell them, okay? Yeah, that was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like Jackie Gleason when he tells the motherboard. She goes, oh, that's, you're a blab. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually, that was actually a, 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 a short story from the Cannes Film Festival that was very popular back at that time. And it was done by several different groups, actually. That was a really good, Really good idea. Yeah, so the I'm going to try to find a link for the original French version, which I believe there are, are subtitles. It's the 28-minute version, and it's from 1961, and it's uh, based on the, the uh, short uh, story uh, of the same name by Ambrose uh, Bierce. Exactly, Ambrose It is, yeah, I mean... There is a little bit more to uh, the ending than what Chuck that's said. Just, yeah, that's, that's, oh, that's, that's jumping a little bit, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, there is a little bit more to it, and it is um, it, it's well <laughs> worth a watch. If, if I'm gonna try, like I said, I'm gonna try to find it's it's a it's tougher to find the link for the uh, French <laughs> one. Yeah. I'm just laughing because Chuck gave a quick cliff notes of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that was a quick one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more you know it's it does have that twist ending and it, there is more than what you know chuck said but it the whole the whole film is is absolutely fantastic yeah. I, i've never seen the twilight zone one so i don't know what they really uh cut from it but i'm guessing you know because most of the field, film is him running uh, i'm guessing that he they cut a lot of that out of it but um i'm gonna try to find i'm gonna try to find the link to the french one Hitchcock uh, actually did a version of that on his uh, the uh, I think Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock hour as well. He did oh, did he really? Yeah, he did the Owl Creek. Yep. Hey, uh, yeah, I know a lot. Several people have done it before. It's it's a pretty popular story, yeah. but it seems not a lot of people are aware of it, or they've never seen the original French version, which yeah. I, I got to see it years ago at Monster Bash. They they presented it, and it was uh, it was really cool to watch it on the uh, the big, big screen. screen. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find the link and put it in the uh, on the website either tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, when people are hearing this, hopefully they could go to it or just search in, um, you know, Google or wherever you search in the currents at Owl Creek Bridge, 1961, and look for any of the videos that pop up that say you know that's real close to 28 minutes or so. Uh, that's the one that you want to see. Anything that's less, that's around 22, 23 minutes, is the Twilight Zone version. Yeah. Hey Joe, did Daddy, you, did you find the movie "The Flight That Disappeared"? Did you find it on DVD? Is it? I couldn't I find found it on uh, YouTube. They have a really nice uh, copy on YouTube. Yeah, but they don't have the actual. If you want to get it on DVD, they don't have it. That might be harder. I don't know if it's in one of. The, you know, I have two of those boxes of uh, fifty sci-fi movies. I don't know if it's on there. I'll, I'll definitely check that out. I don't think it is. I never heard of it. Yeah, I've never heard of that movie before, but it's it should be on DVD. Definitely. Yeah, it's nice, man. Like, I'll have to check. You know, it's a, a good good place to check would be Monster Bash this October because they have a lot of, you know, there's uh, not only Ron Adams' creepy classics, but there's other dealers there that uh, uh, I think Fifth Dimension Films, they have a lot of obscure uh, yeah. horror and sci-fi stuff so we'll have to look for it because if it is on dvd that's definitely one i'd like to add to the collection you know yeah we're actually scheduling off uh, uh so we can go there is that october 15th Jerry? saturday yeah saturday, I, october 15th. I am able, awesome i am able the only thing is i'm six and a half hours away yeah and the problem i'm going to have and i have to be back at work at 4 p.m the next day so I, i'm trying to figure out who can drive with me so that Either there's two things I'm going to do. Probably get a hotel before between here and there, so that when I leave Monster Bash, I can drive at least two hours back to the hotel, right? So that I'm closer here the next day, or whatever. But if worst comes to worst, I'm probably just going to go on my own. But I'm trying to get the. Uh, you could do what I. You could do what I did one year when I. I every all the hotel rooms were sold out because I, I waited to the last minute. I just slept in my car. <laughs> yeah, there you I go. a pillow, a blanket. Oh. Yeah, and I I slept in my car for the uh, June when I kept the the air on, and I tell you what, it was comfy, man. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Um, I'm looking for a victim. I mean, not a victim. I'm sorry, a friend to drive with me. You know? Yeah, a victim. A, a victim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're. Exactly, be- you know, it's. I think it's going to be a blast. There's a um, 
the lobby area it's kind of smaller than the old hotel everything's kind of uh packed in but there's a little uh, restaurant bar on the side where we could probably grab a uh, table and we'll do the uh, we could do the podcast from there. I think it'd be really cool having, you know, kind of the, you know, the background crowd. It's not noisy or anything, but you will have some people talking. Yeah, that would be cool. And um, you know, I think we could do it from there. We'll have to figure out, you know, how we're going to get all of us how many microphones we need and all that good stuff, but yeah, we could do it right from there. Have a few drinks and uh, some appetizers and you, you, you know something yeah. funny, Joe? Last week when I was doing the, the you know, we were doing the podcast, uh, Mike Mesmer, <laughs> he was in a hotel and he walks outside because he couldn't get any reception. And there comes a lady and a daughter. Yeah, mom, you know what I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> I had to cut out the whole section. I'm like, are you kidding? They you know, it, it's funny if when at Monster Bash, there's a lot of uh, people that do their different podcasts or they're recording people for interviews. So you'll see people all over the place with, you yeah. know, their podcast oh, stuff set up good. or tape recorder set up because they're, they're getting interviews, you know, recorded for, you know, future podcasts or, you know, recording interviews for articles and all that. So you'll see that all over the place. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. I, I yeah it, it'll be fun. And yeah. there's some Saturday, there's some great movies playing. So if you go over to um, uh, monsterbash.com, you could find the uh, right on the right hand side. It says schedule, and um, it'll show you what's playing Saturday. So there's a lot of cool stuff on uh, uh, playing, a lot of good talks and everything, and of course the vendors and guests. So it'll be a good time. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, Joe. You stay all three days, right? Yeah, I, I usually I get in uh, Friday morning. Uh, that way I can make the first event. It's kind of like my little um, getaway from you know, tradition. Because it's it starts off with a, an old like documentary type thing, um, and then it goes into uh, some different talks and all that. So I like kind of seeing all that. It, it gets you it gets you in the mood. It gets you pumped up for Monster Bash, which mm-hmm. is what I like, man. And and it gets me ready for the weekend. And then I usually, depending on what the schedule and how I feel uh, Sunday, because you I usually work on about two or three hours of sleep at you know. night there because i'm the type of person that i I stay for the late movie and they're usually far behind so if their late movie says one o'clock on the schedule usually it's about two or two thirty and you know it's usually me and two or three other people watching the late movie uh staying up all night so usually about two or three hours of sleep i'll operate on so however i feel sunday usually i'm out of there about two or three depending on what's playing you know on on the screen what i want to see yeah, Joe, Joe, have you have you ever gone through the thing and then by late night you're kind of like you're trying to talk and your mouth doesn't even move of how tired you are? <laughs> no, I usually have a good supply of coffee, man. I am. Oh, man. I go through. I go through more coffee than anything there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we, we get to chiller sometimes, man, and we walk and talk and walk and I start talking with so many different people I know there and stuff. By the time one o'clock in the morning comes around you like can't see the bed man (laughs) i'm a a night person so usually i usually how it goes there is i'm tired in the morning you know i get my my second wind in the afternoon i get tired in the evening if there's something that i'm not interested in seeing or whatever i may go take an hour nap or something Mm -hmm. and then i catch my second wind in the evening and i'm i could go all night man sometimes i've even stayed up you know, to the, uh, the sun starts coming up, you know, you start talking to people that are still up or whatever. And then you're like, Oh, I need to go to bed. I got to be up in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, what time do they close at night? there, like the vendors. Um, you know what? All the vendors close the, around. Um, it'll say on the, the schedule, all the vendors close usually about five or six. And then, um, the creepy classics, they stay open all night. So they have people there all night. So if you want to do some late night shopping, like, you know, I usually do. I get out of that movie. Usually, if it's a good movie around one or two, that late night movie, I'll get out and grab the DVD from uh, from Creepy Classics. Oh wow! Make sure I had it. Yeah, so if you're, you know, you're half t- you're half awake and you want to spend some money on uh, some monster stuff, there's always room for that. But hey, guys, we got a minute and a half here, so we got to wrap it up real quick. Uh, Chuck and Sherry and Eddie. Thank you guys for stopping by and uh, telling your good stories of Florida and all that. We definitely loved hearing it. And uh, hopefully you'll be posting that video on the House of the Unusual Forum of Robert the Haunted Doll. And put some pictures on there too. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. We definitely want to check that out. And um, 
guys, everybody out there in podcast land, thank you for joining us once again. We're out every week on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, so subscribe to our channel, you know, like our, our podcast, if you so choose, give us a good review. Cause that, that helps with all these algorithms and everything. Check us out on our flagship site, house of the unusual.com. Tons of cool stuff to do on there. We got videos, photos, a free form. Check that out. YouTube, uh, just type in house of the unusual in the search. You'll find our site there. Uh, subscribe to us, check out our videos, like them. Eddie and Chuck are always putting out some cool stuff there. And guys, we're gonna, we're here every week for you, just talking about whatever. If you want to be on the podcast, or you'd like to hear us talk about something in particular, head over to the website on the form and let us know, and we'll try to uh, to get that done. So, guys, that's all I got for us tonight. So, thank you once again for joining us. Very uh, fun conversation. So, yeah. good night, everybody. Good night. God bless. Good night. God bless, man. Have Bye-bye. a great week. Bye bye.